What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or the you, or the you love Ernest. Wow. Okay. That's how we rolling today. Okay. <laughs> it's man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, let's get right into the Let's Talk About It podcast. Anyways, um, I didn't have much else to, uh, let me not say that, because probably this episode is going to be longer. Hopefully it is. Um, as I'm recording right now, I have your traditional three topics, but um, these topics aren't really backed by anything newsworthy. This is more so of just, well, some of it is. This first topic is definitely newsworthy. I guess what, what I mean by newsworthy, meaning that it was covered in the news. Um, this was briefly covered in the news, so I will talk about it. Basically, Putin and his 2016 presidential election involvement. Some more news came out about it. Supposed news came out about it that uh, really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. One being that it's 2018 going on 2019. Two being that it did not in any way shape or affect the outcome of their presidential run between Hillary Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Hillary still became the victor out of the Democratic Party. And therefore, she was still also the runner-up, you know, second place to become the president and not Jill Stein of the Green Party. And certainly not uh, Bernie Sanders of the Dem- Democratic Party as well. Um But I brought it up because Bernie Sanders and Jill Stein are both people that I uh, were backing up uh, politically. And, well, you know, let me get into the news before I get into all that. But basically, uh, it came out that Putin tried to rig some... Had had some Russian Russian bots, I guess, rig social media sites or just online and try to promote. And while he had his Russian bots do they thing online and social media, he tried to get them to try to convince minority voters, mainly African Americans, I guess that's how he worded it and that's how it was worded, uh, to vote for either Jill Stein or Bernie Sanders. To go up against Donald Trump because he felt as though if those two were the two uh, runner-ups against Donald Trump, that would easily, by landslide, uh, secure Donald Trump the win for president, and therefore Putin is going to, you know, get his man in the pre- in, in in the White House. I, you know, if I wanted to talk about my questioning as to why I mean I know why but I still have to feel as though I have to question why knowing that Putin or another country well basically Putin had something to do uh with you know our election our presidential election now I know people are going to come out and say things like well America always influences the elections of other countries as well so let's not try to be hypocrites and say that it is wrong when another nation influences who 
our presidential leaders leaders are, but when America does it, we turn a blind eye to it. I am not saying that at all. I think it is wrong, and I've been a big proponent of telling America to get the fuck out of other people's business unless you're doing nice business, meaning that you're going to benefit those people and not rob from those people, steal from those people, not just benefit the rich of that country so you could benefit the rich of this country. Um, but that's for a long ass discussion. Uh, I just want to know why this man is still in the White House if we have knowledge of this Russia Gate situation or just Putin being involved uh, in all this in general, right? But let me get on to Bernie Sanders and Jill Stein and my thoughts on this supposed uh, influence that he he being Putin uh, had on these Russian bots or whatever, uh, once again, to try to convince African-Americans to vote for either Bernie or Jill Stein. Clearly it didn't work, people. I know people are going to use this opportunity to dog Bernie Sanders, to dog Jill Stein, to say things like, Oh, we knew they were working with Putin all along. See, I told y'all Hillary was the real of choice. You should have voted for Hillary. You shouldn't have voted for uh, uh, Jill Stein. You shouldn't have voted for another third party candidate. You shouldn't have voted for Trump because you didn't want to vote for Hillary. Right? Now, to spite Hillary, to vote for Trump or just vote for somebody else just to spite what I mean by spite, I don't mean like spite in a, I really don't like this political candidate spite. It, I mean spite because of their political standpoint. I mean spite in a way of, oh, I really don't like Hillary the person. So I'm a vote against their, I'm a vote for their opponent, even though I really don't give a fuck about their opponent or I'm not even knowledgeable about their opponents, but I'm still going to vote for this person I know nothing about because I simply just don't want to vote for Hillary. Um, if there's poli- obviously if there's politics back behind why you did not vote for Hillary, there's nothing wrong with that. Or you didn't vote for anybody, really. If there's politics back behind it, obviously your vote wasn't a wasted vote. And that's all I have to say about that for those who are going to still tell me and other people who voted Green Party Oh, you guys wasted your vote on this, that, and the third. Um, No, because once again, and I keep bringing this up, and I'm going to keep bringing this up. Hillary won the popular vote. So even if I or those other people voted for Hillary Clinton, let's just say Jill Stein received zero votes. Any other third-party candidate received zero votes. And all those votes that we've got tallied up to Hillary Clinton, she still would have won the popular vote as she did on election night it was the electoral college that did not vote for Hillary so I'm going to keep saying that because obviously that's their their opinion matters more than us who they vote for matters more than our votes therefore that's what it looked like at least so with that being said they elected Hillary in the office. 
Let me tell you another reason why this situation, once again, and I alluded to it earlier, why people who are going to try to lump Jill Stein, try to lump Bernie Sanders, especially Bernie. Now, Jill, I'm going to get into all that. I'm going to get into her in, in a few minutes, actually. But Bernie, to lump him in this situation, knowing damn well there, the Democratic Party was conspiring against him. Now you're saying there's a conspiracy that was uh, of of pe- there was a, there's a conspiracy of people trying to sway voters for him. It still did not work. It still did not work. The presidential election was not Bernie Sanders. Uh, the two presidential candidates were not Bernie Sanders and uh, uh, Donald Trump. It was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. The two leading candidates were not Jill Stein, Donald Trump. It was Hillary and Donald Trump. So once again, I get it. I get, I understand putting out the, the new information because it's new information. And this is, if true, information that I will indeed say is important and that people should know. And I will admit to uh and it's fucked up it's fucked up i'm not gonna sit here and try to excuse that i don't give a fuck if it was the candidates that i was personally supporting it's fucked up now do i personally believe bernie sanders or jill stein has had anything to do with it no they were caught in something they were caught in a malicious act done by uh, uh, Putin. That's what it was. You know, they were basically be they were being used. Um, I don't want to say they were being they were pawns, uh, because you know pawns when they're being used, they know they know they're a pawn for something. Uh, but I don't have the you know they were being used, and I don't think. Once again, I don't think I don't have any knowledge of this. Now, if it does come out to be true for Bernie, for Jill, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to, I'm cursing him the fuck out. I'm cursing, they're going to hear all my words. And you will hear from me on this podcast, on social media, in person, and, and I will tell you, yeah, now that I found out that they were a part of this situation, fuck Bernie Sanders and fuck Jill Stein and fuck anybody else in their camp. That was for this bullshit. Or any other politician. That was for this bullshit. You will hear that from me. I'd be the first, the second, the third, and the last person. I don't give a fuck who else agrees with me or not. I will be the only person, if it comes down to it, to say, fuck Bernie, fuck Jill, fuck these motherfuckers, and fuck everybody else that was uh, conspiring to try to fool us to get in office or conspiring basically to get Trump in office because what it is basically if this news is true and what they're saying about Jill and Bernie if people are alluding that they were involved what they let's say they they are involved their involvement will have to come from the understanding that yeah we're we're trying to push people to vote for Trump and obviously, I am not for that. I didn't vote for the motherfucker. So I am not for that 
at all. So if true, once again, and they were under the understanding and they were with the understanding that we're just pawns being used to force people to vote for Trump. Therefore, he can have an easier win because Putin doesn't even ha- didn't even have enough faith in Donald Trump to beat Hillary Clinton. So it yes, it'd be a complete fuck them. Now on to Jill Stein. The reason why I said her, um, I was going to talk about her separately from 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 a Bernie from Bernie Sanders, um, is because this is actually the second time I'm hearing her being tied into some Russia, you know, into some RussiaGate type shit. Now I didn't see her response to it this time. I have to look on her Twitter page. She hasn't really been. Well, I haven't really been following her like that. So I uh, I don't know what's what's the deal with her on Twitter, uh, what she's saying. Um, I'll probably look that up, you know, after I record this segment here and see what, what's the haps. But the first time it was brought up to where it was just her name, not Bernie. It was brought up that she was at this dinner with, uh, and I actually did a video on this on YouTube, actually. Um, and in that video, this is months ago, in that video, I'm pretty sure I've gone, I said the same things I'm about to say now, where it just looked like she, she, from what her, she explained, it was a dinner she had, um, she didn't speak to the dude, it was this, that, and the third, she doesn't agree with Putin at all, she, she's not for Putin's, uh, uh, involvement in the 2016 U.S. Uh, presidential election, um, and she basically just denied everything. Right? I took that. I believed it. I said, "There, there it goes." Because I, I, I didn't find any. The reason why I believed it is because, well, I'm still one of the only people that believes in innocent until proven guilty. I saw no evidence at all to prove that this woman was guilty of anything else. Now, I am also a somewhat somewhat believer in the saying where there's smoke there is fire now again months ago Jill Stein Russia Putin all that being loved together now as of recently this news brought up once again Jill Stein's name second time Bernie Sanders's name first time so I am not going to give Bernie Sanders no, I'm not going to give Jill Stein the benefit of doubt like I am giving Bernie Sanders right now. I gave I gave Jill the benefit of the doubt months ago. Now it's like, okay, girl, I voted for you. I love what you're stand what you're seemingly standing for. And I could be wrong again. Where there's smoke, there could be fire, but it could also just be bullshit. Right? It could just be a, a, a piling, steaming, hot pile of bullshit where that smoke is coming from. So. Hold on, let me answer this text. I have no idea. You know what? You ever got texts from people you don't want to text you? enough of my life right now anyways back to what i was saying yes where there's smoke there could be fire but it could also just be a steaming pile of bullshit 
Jill Stein could possibly just be lumped in once again with this steaming pile of bullshit because it's the left, uh, the radical left trying to, um, demonize the green party, the third party, simply because they know that's the real party of progression. You know, even if Jill is brought into this, I'm not going to have my, I'm not going to have my, uh, uh, doubts about the Green Party. I'm still going to have my faith. She's just one politician who, even if this has been shown to be true, that she is a part, uh, uh, you know, of this whole Russia Gate shit. She's just one person of the supposed Green Party. I'm not going to look bad at the party. Now, if, if I do some more further investigation and more news comes out showing that the Green Party is just some shady shit down with Putin and all that, then I'm going to have an issue. Then, that's when I'm going to disassociate myself with said uh, political party. But, once again, even if she is found guilty, I'm just going to disassociate myself with her. Not with the party. But I can't stress this enough, people. Uh, Yes, where there is smoke... There could be fire. And I am, like I said, a slight believer in that. But also, I don't want to have to rush to where the smoke is and find out it's just bullshit there. (laughs) That it's just a steaming pile of bullshit and not some fire that I should be concerned about. Because you know what happens with that bullshit? You could just bury it. Bury it in soil and then, you know, boom. You can't just bury a fire. That's why, you know, fire, you got to put out fires. Firefighters don't just bury a fire. They don't just cover it with fucking soil and plant, uh, put plant seeds or and within that soil and the mulch and all that shit. No, but you can't do that with bullshit horse manure and all types of other manure out there. Well, not probably not human manure. That shit is disgusting. All manure is disgusting, but humans are toxic people inside and out. But you can do that with bullshit. You can say, man, fuck this bullshit and, 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 you know, get rid of it. And yes, you can get rid of fire too, but fires is far more dangerous. You know, you tell me, would you rather, and bullshit does stink and it, it, it's trash and no one should have that in your neighborhood, but would you rather a fire destroy your neighborhood or some steaming pile of bullshit that PETA could come and pick it up and sniff it and smear themselves in it and take themselves back to their PETA hangout with you tell me, but like I said, with this whole situation, I will keep my eye on it and I'm keeping my eye close to Jill Stein. But once again, I, I'm not going to just sit here and abandon, uh, Jill and abandon, uh, Bernie Sanders and then hop on Hillary and be like, you was right. Cause Hillary's still a piece of shit. Hillary Clinton still It's not a person who I feel as though, and I'm not saying she's unfit to be a president. I just don't like liars. I just don't like phony folks. I don't like shady criminals like her. And yes, we have a shady motherfucking liar in the White House, but I didn't vote for that shady motherfucker in the White House. So 
that's all I got to say about that situation, people. I wanted to clear it up because we're in this era now where people will try to dig up shit that you said on social media, dig up politicians you retweeted or quotes you retweeted and try to hold that, hold it against you or try to weaponize that against you. I own up to everything. Once again, as I've stated moments ago, if this information is found to be true about either Jill or Bernie or both, I will scream, fuck you to the both of me, to, to the both of me, to the both of them, from me to the both of them. And if I were to ever see them in person, I'm not going to hit them people. Relax. I'm not going to hit an old man and I'm not going to hit a woman, but I would definitely detail to them how disappointed of a former fan supporter that I was of them finding out this information. I would be the first that uh, you would hear me say, you know what? Fuck Jill Stein. Fuck Bernie Sanders. But like I said, I'm still one of the only motherfuckers out there, if not the only person who truly believes that it should be a guilty until proven innocent. And I have yet to find any evidence to show that Bernie and Jill or any other politician that I fuck with had was known. They knew they were being pawns to get Trump into the White House. Now them being used and unknowingly being used, it's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. Kind of like it's not really black folks fault. That they were unknowingly being used to the black folks who don't know that Hillary was just using y'all. Hillary and the Clintons in general has just been using us. It's not your fault for not knowing, but when you are presented too knowledgeable information such as that, and then you still decide to make the, the unsmart decision, then it becomes a problem. So... I ain't going to get on Bernie in jail for not knowing because I, I think this is why, how I think and feel that they didn't know they were being used. If this information is true, of course, they didn't know they were being used, but I could be wrong. And if that steam that I see, that smoke I see isn't just bullshit, it's an actual fire then absolutely, I'm going to want to put that fire out, which means I'm going to disassociate myself from both Bernie and Jill Stein. And that's how I'm going to do it. On to the next segment. All right, so this next topic wasn't even originally on my list, not for this episode, um, and the reason why I didn't talk about this sooner when the news first came out is because I really, I mean, I, I said what I said on Twitter, as I always do, but I didn't really feel the need to talk about it on here. But we all know that, well, at least I know that I got to talk about these topics, these certain topics to grab the viewers in, you know, <laughs> Uh, maybe some of y'all actually want to hear my take on these things, so I'm going to talk more about them uh, and still talk about the shit that I feel as though is important. You know, I, I feel as though a lot of the people that probably listen to this or just, you know, casually listen to it or not, 
uh, didn't really care for the first topic at all, which is fine, but it's something I cared about, so I wanted to talk about it. This situation, I'm not going to say that I care about, you know, the situation. I mean, what I mean by care, I mean, it's not like my heart and my mind or anything is invested in Cardi B's and off Offset's uh, relationship. I just call things the way I see them. And how I see this whole supposed breakup situation is that it's fake. Um, that I knew that it was bullshit from the jump. I knew that Offset rushing the stage. I'm saying rushing and, and uh, you know, not that he literally rushed on the stage. But, yeah, he supposedly bum rushed the stage and Cardi didn't know about it. Ugh. I'm yawning because it's boring as fuck, but nah, um, I'm calling all that BS, like, I think it's all stage, now, do I think Offset, all, like, the cheating and and all that stuff is fake, uh, no, I don't, I think that with this whole doll situation, whoever the, the, you know, the Waka Flocka in the face looking chick, that he was trying to fuck her and her sister or a friend or whatever, some other uh, chick he was trying to have a three-way with that knew the Waka Flocka face girl. Um, I think he tried to do that. And what went down was Cardi feeling embarrassed that this is just yet another public situation. of Because this is from a girl who... Well, from a woman who on her album was talking about, oh, who pulled the Beyonce was like, oh, if you cheat on me again, you're going to lose your wife. She said that on the album. And then months later, you know, several months later, her husband is caught trying to initiate a sexual uh, engagement with two women outside of his marriage to Cardi B. So, she had to put on something. She had to put on, is this Cardi B? She's Miss O, I'm real. I always got to keep it real, this, that, and the third. And I'm not saying that she isn't an individual who is authentic. I'll get into all that. But she had to do something. She had to put on an act, a front of, you know, I'm not going to take this because you know I'm I'm Cardi B and I said this in in my album on my album and I have to portray that or else people are going to realize how fake I am just like how people realize how Nikki fake Nikki is but (laughs) no they're gonna realize how not about it not 100% that I am as I am trying to portray that um once again I'm not here to try to say Cardi B isn't a person who uh, is doesn't portray some real aspects of her or or isn't authentic. She's walking around here being fake and authentic and putting on the front, right? I am not saying that, but I am saying that because of the team, quality control. QC, because of the team that her 
her husband, his group, and just that brand in general, because of them, I feel as though they are putting Cardi up to this. And Cardi, being who she is, I get this sense that Cardi isn't necessarily the most secure person. Especially being from uh, being someone who is constantly being uh, judged and misjudged, but judged in general. Um, I don't think that she's as secure as she probably would want to be. And I'm not saying again, I'm not saying this as a diss. I'm saying this as an observation. I want to let people know that when I talk about these situations, this is my observation of things. This is how I see it. I am not saying that my observation is right. But if I am right on something, don't get mad at me for being right and acknowledge the truth. So if something is true and you don't want it to be true, you have the power to change said truth. And then when, if or when you do change said truth, guess who is going to speak on the new truth? Me. Because I'm not going to be the individual that's only going to speak on, uh, you know, past shit, right? I'm going to speak on what I think and what I feel about whatever situation that is present. I'm going to share my present thoughts. So... I think that Cardi B isn't the most secure individual. And I think she has a problem with letting people go. Letting people that she, that have helped her go. I feel as though that uh, she is blinded a lot by people. And I'm not saying Amigos or Offset or QC and all those other people. And her, 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 her team and publicists and all that stuff. I'm not saying that. Cardi B would not be, you know, she wasn't shit without them. Like, the only reason why we know Cardi B is because of Offset and Amigos in general or because of QC or because of her publicism. I am not saying all that. I'm saying that people who have had a hand, um, whether you consider that hand a big hand or a small hand, one hand or two hands, they've had a hand in... Cardi B's success, I mean, a hand, not all of it, not 100%, not even half 50% of her success as an artist entertainer right now, but they've had a hand in it. I feel as though she has a hard time with letting those people go and telling those people right from wrong simply because. The people she deems as toxic, the people she's unafraid to let go are the people who make it known that we don't fuck with you, Cardi. So she has no problem with telling people who already said fuck you to her face off. But she doesn't really have a problem with correcting the wrongs. Uh, well, Well, she has a problem with correcting the wrongs or telling people. Uh, that they're wrong telling the people who smile in her face but do her wrong behind her back think she has a problem with 
some of those people, especially if she's had, uh, if she has a close relationship with those people. I am not saying that's everybody in her corner. I'm pretty sure she has people who are smiling in her face and behind her back are still making sure that she's all right and she's good and they're not, you know, toying with her. But then you got someone like her husband, Offset, which, you know, people get blame. I think his stepfather came out and was like, oh, he's young. He's got a lot of money. Of course, he's got, you know, he's going to cheat and all that other shit. Well, he shouldn't have never gotten married. He shouldn't. Have. I don't care. Offset. Yeah, he's 25 years old. I understand that. At 25, I was out here just fucking and wild and shit. But I also understood as a broke ass 25 year old that. If I am not ready to commit to this one woman, I should not commit to this one woman. Okay? It's simple as that. If 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 stepdaddy knows that about his stepson, then he should do what a stepfather should do. Any father figure should do, stepfather or not, to their son and say, hey, I'm going to sit you down real quick and I'm going to talk to you about this. Now, I'm not saying that uh, stepdaddy Offset hasn't done that with Offset, right? But because he may have done that and it just went in one ear and out the other. But to make excuses and to add on to that other drama, I'm not going to get into all that other shit. What I'm going to stick to, uh, well, the topic I had here is this whole Cardi and Offset situation. I think it's fake. Uh, I mean, I think I, I just recently found out they're both spotted in, in Puerto Rico. People are like, but that they're still married. Like, I understand that they're still married, but they're not getting a divorce. They're, nothing is going to happen. There never was talks of getting into a divorce. It was, okay, you embarrass me in public once again. So you know what? We are going to figure out something to make you look like the bad guy in public. But now we're going to fix this thing and make it seem as though we just got back together when there was no breakup in the first place. I think what Cardi's more upset at is once, one, once again, I am not saying that she is condoning the cheating. I think she she feels a way about the cheating. But once again, it goes back to what I was just saying. That she has a hard time and letting people go who have done things for her. Especially those who have, in quotation marks, loved her. Right? Or done right for her. And I'm not saying Offset hasn't done anything right for her or done anything, period. He's one of the people I named who've had a hand in Cardi's uh, success. Not all of it, not 100%, not even half, but still has had a hand in it. Uh, So, but I think she's having a hard time with, 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 with getting rid of that. Also, she has a baby with him. Also, they're married. So I understand why all three of those reasons are reasons for her to say, nah, I can't just say, you know, fuck that nigga, he's out of my life. I'm not saying that any woman or anybody who can say that as easily can say that with ease, there's something wrong with them. That was a decision they've made and they felt it was the best decision and 
they're going to have to live with that decision. Good, bad, or indifferent, they're going to have to live with that decision. And if they want to change that decision, if they have the opportunity to do so, they can do so. And the same with Cardi. Cardi, I'm saying, is decide, has decided to stay with Offset, even though they she didn't go anywhere. But for, you know, uh, uh, you know, speaking, I guess just to speak on, you know, the situation that they want us to believe has happened. She didn't go anywhere. She's decided to stay with Offset. Now, at any point in time, she could decide, you know what? I'm done with this shit. We can just co-parent, but that's about it. As a couple, nah, fam. But that whole thing she put out before her supposed being angry at Offset uh, coming to the stage of, oh, we just fell out of love with each other. No, I just think she fall, fell in love with a nigga who isn't ready to settle down. Who did what most dudes do when they lose their main chick or have or see the possibility of losing their main chick. They want to beg for what they want. They, they, now they want to show that they care, right? It's this whole, they want what they can't have uh, mentality. And then when they have it, they don't appreciate it. I've done that mistake when I was younger, when I was offset's age, when I was younger than offset, I've made that same mistake. When I was 10 years younger than Offset, when I was 15, I made that mistake. So it happens. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here as someone who's not a fan of either Offset or Cardi B. I can see their allure and all that other shit. And I think personality rise, uh, I've already said that, you know, I could vibe with Cardi's personality and who she is as an individual. Just don't really vibe with the music. But, you know, this whole shit is fake to me. Um, I'm calling it BS. I don't care what anybody else is calling it. Um, And once again, I, I, I forgot to mention the other thing why I think Cardi's upset. I think Cardi's more so upset. It's because deep down inside, Cardi knows that she doesn't want... She wants to be known more for her artistry than uh, the antics. Because when she was on Love and Hip Hop, that was what she was known for. Just the reality star, just the antics. But she's an artist now, a music artist now. She sees herself for more than just someone who's going to pull off these damn antics. These cheating antics just to keep her name, her husband's name, or just that realm, quality control, just that realm to be in the news and just to have people to keep talking about them. She wants to be no more uh, than that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, because I, I would feel the same way if I was Cardi B in that situation. I am a music artist. My album was, you know, top charting. It sold this amount. These people fuck with it. I make great music video. That that money music video. I, I enjoy watching that music video. I may not like the song, but like I said, that video was hot. I like the video. I fuck with it. So nice, nice video right there. Uh, but um, 
yeah, she she wants to be. She's a, obviously she's a music artist, and she wants to be known for her the music, not the antics. What what quality control wants to do is yeah, let's have the music mixed with the antics. They want to do a love and hip hop, but in real life and shit. I think that's what she's most upset about is that she doesn't want to do that, but she feels as though she doesn't have control, or 100% control in saying, no, I don't want antics to, uh, you know, be the reason why people pay attention to us. But what QC has in mind, because nobody gives a fuck about Meagle's solo projects, even though they're still trying to do so. Offset got a solo thing he's working on. I think the other two, Quavo and Takeoff, they dropped their solo projects earlier on this year or so. It didn't do much, so I don't... I, I have no doubt in my mind that uh, Offset's solo gig isn't going to do uh, numbers either. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I think people are saying... If there's three Migos <laughs> and people have said... Nah, this ain't it. To two out of the three Migos, you know, it's a high percentage. That's that's telling you that people don't want to hear the Migos solo. And people were saying that before the first Migos dropped the solo shit. That now nah, we don't want to hear the Migos solo projects. We like them together as a trio. But that's just my take on that whole situation. Again, it's all fucking fake. I don't care what nobody says. I think um, a lot more people, because when I hear people talk about it, other people in their podcasts, when they talk about it, I think they want to say what I, all everything that I just said, they want to say it, but they feel as though because they have industry connections and they, they like Cardi B and her music, they can't say that. But my thing is, if you can't keep it honest, 100% real with somebody you like, don't speak on the situations at all. Just act as if it never happened. I would love it if Cardi B were to try to sit down and do an interview with me or just have a conversation with me, you know, during the, this podcast. But that's not going to stop me from saying what's on my mind. And be 100% in what I feel and what I think. And I think this whole thing is just bullshit. If they didn't pay the whole whatever doll chick, whatever her name is, Waka Flocka Face Girl. If she's not a part of that, uh, you know, scheme, then it's, it's still as, it's still fake. Because once again, I think that. Offset really was trying to initiate a, a threesome. I, like I said, I have two theories. He really was trying to initiate a threesome. It backfired because homegirl exposed the shit. I ain't gonna talk about her lame ass message. It was just it's all of that scream stupidity and dumb and attention grabbing. It's nothing. If if whatever you thought when you saw that, if your thought was most likely she's just trying to you know, come up from this. That's exactly what I'm thinking. So there's no need for me to share that. That's what you're thinking. Only reason why I share this once again is because this is a take I don't see people talking about or discussing. And it's it's really how I feel. And I really do feel that that girl crying and shit was a, 
attention grab. But uh, once again, me saying that is 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 I'd be the one thousandth person to say that. So you don't really need to hear me say. I think Waka Flocka Face Chick uploaded. I only uploaded that fake apology because she's trying to come up from it. So everybody else said the same shit. So I didn't really add any type of nuance to said statement about Waka Flocka Face Chick. And she really does look like Waka Flocka in the face if Waka Flocka was a girl. I'm sorry. No disrespect to Waka. But yeah, the two theories, like I said. He, he did try to initiate a threesome. She exposed it. They're like, okay, let's come up with a scheme to make it seem like Cardi's leaving even though she's not leaving. Boom. Okay. Or Waka Flocka Face Chick and the other 19-year-old, they're on QC's payroll. They're under the QC line like everybody else in this fucking scenario. And it's let's create our own type of love and hip-hop storyline so we can mix the reality with the music so we can keep people to talk about us whether they're talking about the messy shit that that's going on in our lives or they can talk about the music because that's how shit is nowadays and that's my thoughts on that on to the next segment Alright, so last segment I wanted to talk about my New Year's resolutions for 2019. I know it's supposedly corny for adults to make New Year's resolutions or people to make New Year's resolutions. That's two y'all motherfuckers out here who live your life on the internet. To us real life folks who have goals, and I mean real goals that we just don't want to brag about on the internet... Or say that we have just to seem like we're doing shit for the gram. Um, we like to accomplish things in our life, you know? Uh, and we like accomplishments uh, that are deeper than the amount of followers we got uh, on IG or some other platform, right? Uh, if Snapchat is still your thing, I keep hearing people say Snapchat is dead. I've never used it, so it's always been dead to me. But I keep pe- hearing people say Snapchat is dead. Yet every bio I look in, people still have their Snapchat in their bios. People still using bios and shit. I mean, use uh, telling people to snap them or following them on Snap. So uh, yeah, it's it's dead. I it's. Uh, the walking dead that's what it's looking like but um anyways here's my three new year's resolutions yes three uh i can tell you the new year's resolution i have for this year 2018 uh because i really started to take resolutions seriously in 2017 (laughs) to be real with you uh uh, but this year uh it was to be more assertive uh or twice as much assertive that I always was. Because I was always an assertive motherfucker. Uh, but it was assertiveness with some kickback. Because I didn't want people to dislike me. Even though I don't give a fuck now. Um, well I really didn't. I didn't give a fuck then. But I kind of did. But I really don't give a fuck now. Um, and it was always 
me holding back my assertiveness because uh, I didn't want to have people have a certain thought about me, right? But now when I've seen that people have used, I mean, it's been like that all my life, uh, but people have used my kindness for weakness or tried to use my kindness for weakness. Then it became, I, I see you, nigga. Uh, you know, then it became, let me just do f- more for me. Let me be more assertive. Let me just, you know, whatever the approach may be, it's not, nah, I'm not going to second guess myself and my thoughts. If my mind is telling me this is the, this is how I'm going to respond to this, or, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And if you got a problem with it, tough fucking cookies. So that was that. Um, And by the way, when I set resolutions, I don't know about anybody else. And I think this is part of why people think New Year's resolutions are corny is because a lot of people don't really stick to them. Or if they do stick to them, they stick to them for a year, for exactly that year. My things are, my resolutions are, let me try to implement these things or not start doing them things this year because the three resolutions that I uh, am, you know, I I said I was good for 2019, my three 2019 resolutions have already started or I'm in the process of starting them. Uh, It's just, you know, now as of weeks, you knew when I thought about this, um, I'm in the process of starting these things or, or starting them. It's just in 2019, I'm going to be more cognizant of doing those things. Uh, but I think, like I said, uh, a lot of the reason why people feel as though resolutions are whack or corny, uh, people who set them are corny is because they don't stick to them. And yes, in the past, I've been the motherfucker who didn't stick to resolutions, as I said, especially when I was a kid or a teenager. Um, as my, you know, I'm still a young adult, but as my younger, younger than 27 days, early 20s, I, I should say, I didn't care about setting resolutions. It was another year of my shitty ass life. Another year of people pissing me the fuck off. Another year of me wanting to fuck this chick that I can't fuck. <laughs> another year of, you know, chicks who want to fuck me who I don't want to fuck you know um but let's not get into my my past uh shit storms not not in this episode at least I want to talk about my 2019 resolutions okay so number one I want to be more of a friendlier person uh a lot of people and I'm always going to be an introvert. That's never going to change. And I, that's something that I love about myself. But a lot of people, past and present, have been trying to connect with me. And I will admit that I am not the most connectable person, right? I'm not the most outgoing person when it comes to making a connection. Uh, mainly because there is a side of me where it's like the fuck why the fuck you want to hang out with me we don't have anything in common or if we do have something in common I fit I still would rather 
do that thing by myself, right? Or I enjoy it more if I am talking about it on a Let's Talk About It podcast rather than talk about it to you because I don't know, you know. The snob in me that feels as though they, they, I won't, you know, they won't really have something of interest, you know, for me to talk about. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I won't even say it's that. I honestly don't know. Um, but again, I've started doing this and people have been reaching out. People who have been reaching out, I should say, uh, reaching out and, and, and uh, you know, wanted to connect. I've been more uh, open to connecting with those people, hanging out and all that stuff. Now, do I still eye roll when I get phone calls and texts? Yes, I do. I still eye roll. I still huff and puff uh, because I don't want to talk on the phone right now. I don't want to text right now. I want to play this video game. I want to write. I want to just vibe out. I just want to watch this show. I just want to, whatever the fuck I'm doing at the time, I just want to do that alone. And again, that's always going to be a part of me. But I do like connecting with people, believe it or not. I do like hanging out with people, believe it or not. So instead of me being so closed off, because again, I, I, I'm not the initiator of, 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 you know, anything, not, I'm not, I never really initiate conversations with people and I don't initiate, uh, you know, let's go hang out. Let's go here, that, and the third. Um, and I still don't see myself doing that <laughs> anytime soon, at least, but if the opportunity is presented to me, and once again, it's something that I feel as though that, you know what, I would li- actually like to do this. I'm going to be more welcoming and saying yes, and then instead of saying no, right? That's that. So any of y'all, if y'all in the area, or if you're not in the area, you want to hang out with me, strangers, friends, or whatever, uh, let me know. If you just want to have a conversation with me, you want to, uh, you know, they call it FaceTime because it's iPhone users. I'm an Android user, so I got to have an app, you know, to 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 be able to see you on cam and shit. But um, if you want to do that, then cool. I'll be up for all that and we could talk about shit. I've ta- said on this episode or said on any episode or we could talk about shit in general. Heck, I'd be welcome to have any of y'all as a guest on the episode so we can talk about where, whatever the fuck we can share our thoughts on it but don't be surprised if you want to talk about a bunch of shit that i don't care about uh let's just say like the kardashians or some reality show shit or some you know show that i don't watch if you want to talk about that and i don't have much to say that's definitely not going to be an episode <laughs> don't 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 think that i'm going to record that conversation and then upload it to the let's talk about the podcast no we have to talk about something that we both can talk about. Unless said shows bring up issues that you think that I will be interested in. and then Or that I have, would have something to say. Then by all means we can talk about that. And then I can upload that you know recorded conversation to the Let's Talk About the Podcast. But other than that. Uh, you know. Yeah we can talk about it off, off air. But yeah, that's resolution number one, to be more friendlier. And uh, once again, with these three resolutions, I'm not going to wait until January 1st, 2019 to start them. 
I've already started them. It's just I'm going to be more cognizant of doing these things in 2019. Just like with the whole being twice as assertive as I already was for 2018's resolution. I didn't start that January 1st, 2018. I was already doing that. Once I decided, okay, I'm going to be more cognizant of doing so throughout the year and throughout life in general. And that's well with all my resolutions. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is to, it's close to being more assertive, but it's, it's almost, it's almost in that realm, but I think uh, I'm calling it being more self-serving. Now I know self-serving and being selfish gets a bad rep because the motherfuckers who are self-serving and selfish out there are doing it for their own gain and it's usually at the expense of the detriment of other people or it doesn't benefit other people my idea I'm always going to care about what other people think or feel or whatever When I say I don't care what other people think or feel, I mean I don't care about what they think or feel about a certain opinion of mine. It doesn't mean I don't care about the the thoughts and the feelings in general of said individuals. There's a difference. If I say I like this album and you say you don't like the album, that's great. That's not going to change my mind though. I don't care that you don't like said album, right? Or vice versa. If I don't like an album, you do like that album. I don't care that you like it. Why? Because it's 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 subjective, you know? It's what I say versus what you say. What I think versus what you think. The difference between that, not caring about us, that and me simply say fuck your feelings is if i was to just mistreat you and say fuck your feelings that's the problem that's a problem of me not caring about that because it's like oh i could just abuse you all you want all i want and not give a fuck about your pro i mean your not only your problems but your your feelings that's that's where people who are self-serving selfish that's where a problem lies because they they're not taking into account how does it make this person feel and i know there are people out there who get upset over small shit like you don't like that album or you don't like that song or you don't even like that food that i like they they feel some type of way about it but those people are typically and I've discussed this before. Those people are typically uh, their followers, for lack of a better word. If they feel as though that because the more people say they like something, that validates their opinion, that's their problem. That's not yours. But if I said, fuck your life, fuck your existence, I hope you die. And that makes you feel bad. And then I and, and then I carry on with this fuck your I don't give a fuck about your feelings mentality. That's my that's something I did wrong. Because that's not a way that we should think 
as human beings or feel as human beings. We should not carry on our lives thinking, fuck how these people feel. When you're doing something or saying something hurtful to a group of individuals or just one person. So that's the difference. If you still don't understand, I tried my best to explain. We can have a discussion on it. But this whole be a more selfish thing to me, uh, it's self-serving. It's to benefit me. Like, to benefit my sanity is what I'm saying. Not to benefit my bitch-ass job who really don't give a fuck about employees. Right? Not to benefit people who don't really give a fuck about me. They just want what they can get from me, right? So, if I'm doing, uh, being selfish in that, meaning I'm working this job and they're asking me that, oh, you know, because our dumb asses didn't schedule somebody to work these hours, we want you to work 24 fucking hours now instead of the five to seven hours you usually work, right? Uh, no, fuck you. That's not my fault. That's your fault. You didn't schedule somebody to work that those hours. That's your dumbass fault. Or the people or the person you got scheduling to work that out those hours, you don't really like their work ethic as much as you like mine. Well, guess what? I'm gonna need to be paid more. Oh, you don't wanna pay me more? Then fuck out of here. That's the selfishness I'm talking about. I'm doing what I wanna decide to do in that situation. And what I wanna decide is I don't wanna work those extra hours. One, because I got other shit to do, like record this podcast, like work on the book that I'm working on, other writing shit. Other meetings that I have with people about internships and just other writing uh, gigs and stuff. I got a fucking website that I got to make sure that when, you know, writers hit me up about that. That I got to make sure their shit is being showcased on it. Got other shit to do. I ain't, I'm not going to service you. Especially not for no fucking 11 an hour. So fuck out of here. Alright, I do what I do and I'm out. What I do outside of work is the work that I am doing to make sure that I get to live out my dreams or goals, right? And goals. So time is money and time is precious, people. I know time is money, but time is precious. And I think in 2019 and going forward, and again, you don't have to start this. I don't advise anybody really to start New Year's resolutions on January 1st. But if you are going to start it late, no later than January 1st. But I advise everybody, but this is one, whether you think resolutions are corny or not, I think this one is important. Use your time wisely because it is precious. And your time is your time. And the beauty of that is you get to decide. You are the deciding factor of what you do with your time. Yes, you may have school. You may have work. You may have other obligations that you have to attend to. But I doubt those things take up 
all 24 hours of your day. I doubt those things take up all seven days of your week. I doubt those things take up all 30 to 31 days of your month. And I doubt all those things take up all 365 days of your year. It's your time. So you decide what you want to do with it. Fuck what anybody else has to say. They want to control time. They have their own time to control. So the next time somebody tries to tell you what to do with your time. And I know it sounds cliche because I'm telling you what to do with your time right now. But the next time someone tries to control your time. Because I'm not trying to control your time. I can only control my time. I'm not trying to control yours. I want you to control your time. But the next time someone tries to control your time, you tell them, get off, shut up, back off. And if they want to control something so much, they need to control their time. Especially if it's an employer, once again, trying to get you to do something, a job or something that they fucked up at. They should have took their time to make sure that somebody adequate or somebody in general was working those said hours that they didn't have someone booked they didn't take their time to do so so why do you have to take your time to fix their fuck up now once again if you feel as though that you do want to do that make it Make it because that is your decision. That is your time. So you decide. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm going to take away anybody else's time. But I'm just saying for me, I am being more selfish uh, going forward with my time. And then if I feel like this is a complete waste of time. And again, a lot of these resolutions is shit that I was already doing. But I'm doing more. Because I've either stopped doing because, once again, I didn't want to be the, didn't want to have a certain reputation. Now I bask in all these, uh, uh, a lot of these negative reputations, uh, or uh, rep, uh, negative thoughts or feelings people have about me. As untrue as maybe all or some of them are, I still bask in them. Because it gets people to second guess or to think twice about how they're going to maneuver around me. It gets people to think twice about how should they approach me. And it's bad that they have, and it's bad that I have to be that person where it's like, you got to walk on eggshells to talk to me or, you know, think twice about before approaching me on something. I think it's bad, but at the same time, I, I ain't going to front. I use it to my advantage. So it's not all the way bad. And if people weren't so damn conniving and selfish and and what can they get from you? If they weren't such so like that, I wouldn't be, you wouldn't have to walk on eggshells when it was with me, right? You wouldn't have to do that if you changed out, because it's not everybody. I say people, but it's certainly not everybody. Some people probably listen to this right now and they're like, Really, I don't feel as though I have to walk on eggshells when I talk to you or when I approach you about something. It's because you never 
gave me a reason to make you feel that way. So I'm not going to make you feel that way. You approached me with the utmost respect. You treated me like a human being. So I'm going to treat you as such. But if you're going to try to control me and and, 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 and like, like breed me into your pet, I'm going to lash out on you like a wild animal. And now every time you approach me or you're around me, you're going to see me as a wild animal. Oh shit, I shall watch what I say. I shall watch what I do. I shall watch where I step. Because one small thing could take one small thing wrongdoing could take this animal off and that's my ass so approach me like a person and you won't have to uh, deal with that but I said all that just to say I'm being more selfish in 2019 more time consuming for what the fuck I want to do fuck with everybody else just being more selfish in general I advise everybody whether you think resolutions are corny or not to do that. Alright. The last one is to continue what I've already started. Now I word it that way. is because there's a lot of things that I've already started. Like I said. Uh, that I have not completed. And I have no doubt in my mind that not everything that I'm going to start I'm going to complete I'm just the type of person once again I I value my time there are times where there have been points when I've been doing something and I'm like I'm not going to do it as much as I was doing this thing before or I'm just going to stop completely because I have no interest in doing this thing anymore So, my thing is to continue to do the things that I did not completely fall out of love of doing. And as I continue to do those things, see where it takes me and see how I feel. Because if I didn't completely drop it, obviously it's still something that I don't mind doing. Now, the things that I've completely dropped, I may have said I completely dropped some things. Uh, like, for example, I said I wasn't going to, I wasn't doing YouTube videos anymore, right? I said it, and I haven't uploaded in months, or at least on one of my channels, I haven't uploaded in months. But I don't think it is something I'm going to completely drop yet. Now, again, I'm going to continue doing it and see where it takes me. If I continue doing it and then there comes a point where it's like, yeah, fuck this shit. Then, then, then my actions will match my words. But as of now, uh, that's one of the things I will continue. And again, I, I, I got two videos edited on my, uh, for my gaming channel, at least. Uh, if you want to know all this shit, just hit me up. I'll let you know. Uh, because I'm bad with the links in the description box. I don't know how to copy, you know, I'm bad with the links in the description box shit. So, 
yeah that's that and uh that's the end of this episode i actually did want to talk about one last subject i was going to talk about will smith's roles i might save that for next week uh just my my roles because i got a hot take about will smith's roles i guess not a hot take just a certain take about his roles um and just the perception behind Will Smith. So I'm going to save that for uh, one of next week's topics, okay? But this has been another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the de- description box below. I'll make sure I have that for show. Uh, and yeah, until next time, until next episode, I appreciate you for listening. Stay black if you're black, always. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. And I'm out. Peace.